1: You're listening to
0: a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Pixie Curtis is the 11-year-old daughter of PR queen Roxy Jasenko, who keeps making headlines for her wish lists and shopping hauls that many of us adults couldn't afford. From a stop in Hermes in Paris to visiting a spa for a facial, Pixie's living the life many of us would be jealous of.
1: So first of all, I'm going to put in it is these everyday brushes. I love these so much and they're my go-to brushes. So next of all, we've got the bronzing drops, which I love to mix in with my skincare. Mecca. I got a Too Faced Lip Injection plumper.
0: But while many are supportive of her fashion, hairstyling, skincare and makeup choices... There are some concerns that maybe she's using products on her very young skin not designed for someone her age, that perhaps she could be doing damage that will become clearer as she gets older. With the rise and influence of TikTok and Instagram, younger and younger Aussies are getting into skincare routines that their parents never even dreamed of. So how do we know what's safe and what's not? But first, your news headlines for Friday, July 21. It was a win for both hosts of the Women's World Cup last night, the Aussies defeating Ireland 1-0 and New Zealand defying the odds to take out Norway 1-0. Despite a shock scratching of Captain Sam Kerr with a calf injury just an hour before the game in Sydney last night, the Matildas, led by stand-in skipper Steph Catley, rallied, Catley scoring the winning goal in the 52nd minute with a penalty kick. Across the ditch in New Zealand, off the back of a 10-game losing streak, were not the favourites to come out on top, facing world number 12 Norway. But the football ferns managed to step up, congratulated by current PM Chris Hipkins and former PM Jacinda Ardern in the locker room. Mining giant Rio Tinto will face no penalties after losing a radioactive capsule on a stretch of road between the Pilbara and Perth earlier this year. Authorities launched a major search for the capsule, which is smaller than a 10-cent piece, after it was reported missing on January 25, more than a week after it was found not to be on the truck, which had travelled 1,400 kilometres from a mine site to WA's capital. Using specialised equipment, it was located six days later. An inquiry into the incident is being conducted by the WA Radiological Council, but they've written to Rio Tinto to inform them that they have identified no breaches of the law and that no adverse findings had been recorded against them or its licensees. Catherine Campbell, the senior bureaucrat who oversaw the rollout of the robo-debt scheme, has been suspended from her job as a special advisor on the AUKUS nuclear submarine project off the back of the Royal Commission findings. Campbell has been suspended without pay, her current role paying nearly $900,000 a year. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese saying the failings with bureaucracy and the human tragedy meant action had to be taken. The Royal Commission calling the robo-debt scheme that forced Aussies to pay back debts created by a Flawed algorithm with the onus on them to prove the debt didn't exist as cruel. The report contained a sealed section with recommendations for both civil and criminal prosecutions relating to the scheme. While it's not clear if Campbell is one being recommended for prosecution, the Commission found that she had done nothing of substance when she was made aware of the illegality of the robo debt program and gave Cabinet misleading advice. According to a new survey by a leadership development organisation, Women Rising, around half of Australian women are considering a career change, citing lack of opportunity to advance and unsupportive managers. One quarter of women who did change roles in the past 18 months said they did so out of a lack of progression opportunities, many taking action into their own hands while suffering a lack of mentorship and sponsorship from their employer. Almost three quarters of respondents said they would change jobs if their boss had no investment investment. investment in developing their careers, with one in three leaving their jobs in the past year and a half, a statistic above the country's average of 10%. Residents in Berlin are being told not to go walking or jogging through an area of forest in Brandenburg after a lioness was filmed chasing a wild boar through the area. Authorities believe the big cat is an escaped pet after checking with local zoos and circuses. Two members of the public capturing the lioness on camera as she chased the boar. Police now believing she may be asleep in one of the many lakeland forests that surround the German capital. Helicopters, drones and infrared cameras are being brought in to track the animal. Authorities saying they'll attempt to capture her, not kill her. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Back in January, PR legend Roxy Jasenko shared her daughter's handwritten list titled Mecca Needs. On it were products from Eyebrow Gel, no brand preferred, Face Wash, just her usual blue one, products from Sol de Janeiro, including shampoo and conditioner, and Drunk Elephant Moisturiser. That Drunk Elephant Moisturiser alone costs $90 at the luxury beauty and skincare store. Some in the comments wondering why an 11-year-old would need such expensive skincare while others gave her props for wanting to start looking after her skin and hair early. To be fair, she can afford it herself. The tween having pocketed millions after her mum helped her leverage her social media platforms to sell everything from fidget spinners to hair accessories. And she now regularly shares her beauty buys online.
1: So I've just done my Sunday shop, so I'm going to show you what I've got. So first of all, from Mecca, I got a Too Faced lip injection tanker. I got the Mecca Max bronzing stick. And then the soon-to-be-discontinued Brazilian crush in 39 from South And now from Style Runner, I'm super excited about this. I got the Mini Uggs in Chestnut. So, thanks for watching.
0: That haul would have set her back $27 for the lip plumper, $19 for the bronzer, $61 for the fragrance mist, and the candles together, $214. My most recent shopping adventure was in Paris.
1: Hey guys, so I went shopping in Paris for my last day in Paris today, so I'm going to show you what I got. So the first thing I got from Sephora was these Mario Badescu pimple patches. The next thing I got was the Christian Dior All Over balm because it's good for your lips, it's good for your hands and for your body. Then from the Sephora collection, I just got this lip gloss. And then from Milk, I got this hydrating um, stick to hydrate your face. And then lastly from Laneige, I got this peach lip balm. And then that's all I got today. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye. After which she
0: explained that MCO Beauty was sponsoring her birthday party gift bags.
1: Hey, guys, so I've been planning my birthday party slash farewell party, and I'm so excited because MCO Beauty are doing my party bags. So all the supplies have been delivered, so Bill, run with me. So, first of all, I'm going to put in is these everyday brushes. I love these so much, and they're my go-to brushes. So, next of all, we've got the bronzing jugs, which I love to mix in with skin. So, now for my favourite, the Mega Bar. I literally have four of these in my car. Thank you so much, Inco Beauty. I can't wait to give these to my friends.
0: While the feedback was mostly positive for the stylish preteen, some started to question whether some of the products she's buying for herself were okay for someone with that young skin to use. Would they have impacts on her down the track? Could she be doing damage? Lee Campbell is Mamma Mia's beauty and fashion editor and the host of our sister podcast, You Beauty. Lee, have you noticed in recent years that skincare is being marketed to younger Aussies aside from the usual pimple or acne related brands?
2: Absolutely. I think with the rise of social media, particularly TikTok, we're seeing more and more brands specifically formulated and marketed towards tweens because tweens are watching a lot of how-tos and influencer videos and, of course, they want to start skincare and beauty routines earlier than ever. So brands, I guess, have cleverly thought, okay, well, let's create something that's specifically for this age group.
0: So obviously there's going to be some parents out there who are a bit concerned that, you know, the products that they're using that they might be wanting to nick out of mum or dad's cupboard aren't appropriate for their age group what are important products that someone who is quite young and whose skin is still quite sensitive should start using early?
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, I totally understand those parents' concerns. I have two young nieces who want everything from Mecca and not only are the ingredients perhaps too active, but they're very expensive. So, you know, sun care starts super early. You can never be too early to sun care. So having a really healthy application of sunscreen every single morning should happen, you know, from preschool and that's completely fine. And then when they do want to dabble in their own skincare routine, a real gentle cleanser, something sort of cream or a mild foam would be fine. And then just a Simple moisturiser would be okay. No active ingredients, no vitamins in terms of vitamin C or vitamin A. And then, yes, their SPF 50, that's a very good one. So a simple three-step routine like that is pretty harmless.
0: Do we stick away from serums for youngins?
2: Yes, we do. I mean, look, some serums are simply hydrating and that's fine. They do the job of a moisturiser. But I would just say as a category, there's really no need for a serum at this young age group. Only because ingredients can be confusing and they may you know, reach for a plain hydrating one, but then go for an anti-aging or a vitamin A or a vitamin C, which they just don't need. So I would just keep it to cleanse, moisturiser and sunscreen.
0: There's something that even my daughter who's eight is already asking to get into, which is masks. And I mean, both the cloth variety and the ones that you put on and either peel off or wash off. Is there any issue with using a mask when your skin is that young?
2: Look no, not really, to be honest, as long as it is a very gentle, mild mask and formulated for that age group. Again, you can get wonderful hydrating sheet masks that aren't really going to cause any damage. They're not particularly active, they're just hydrating. And you will find a lot of clay masks marketed to this demo because this is when puberty is hitting and we are getting excess oil flow and perhaps some breakouts. So a mild clay mask could also be okay for those little impurities, but I would just double-check as the parent as to what's in it. Maybe jump in the U Beauty Facebook group and ask other parents or people if they've tried the products. But, yeah, masking is okay as long as it's the right mask, and once a week. We don't need to overdo it even though it's fun.
0: We'll obviously get into a point where acne or pimples will start to become an issue. What's the best way to guide a tween or a teen through that process of finding the right skincare for them once they do start to break out?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the severity of the skin. A good place to start is always your GP, only because self-prescribing. And I did this myself as a teen. I went and used all the acne products and I just wanted to get rid of those breakouts. So I used way too many products and used correctly. They can help to dry up sebum and clear up breakouts, but I was using them at every single step, making my skin drier, flakier, sensitive. So I would probably start at a GP if you're going through puberty and worrying about breakouts or ask friends or ask community, ask Instagram Before you go and add too many things to the routine, if you do feel relatively confident as a parent that you know a little bit about beauty, I would just choose one product that's going to tackle breakouts. So perhaps it's the cleanser or the moisturizer or the pimple dots, but don't have something that's going to treat breakouts in every single step because you might damage the skin barrier.
0: Now, this is something that sticks with me even to this day. When I was very, very young, I lived with a girl who was already using anti-wrinkle cream and she would have been maybe 18 or 19. And she turned to me and she said, it's called anti-wrinkle cream, not get rid of wrinkle cream. So she was using preventative stuff from a very, very young age. Is there a benefit to starting those like anti-things earlier on that might actually help you not get wrinkles later on down the track?
2: Look, as a general rule, no. Generally, skincare is kind of formulated with demographics in mind. However, There's a lot of ingredients that are just anti-aging by nature. So, antioxidants is a great thing to start in your late teens, early 20s because antioxidants fight free radicals, free radicals of the sun, pollution, junk food, all of that sort of stuff. But they're not generally labeled as anti-aging. You'll see those sort of retinols and vitamin A's marketed towards 30s, 40s and 50s. You definitely don't need those in your late teens. There's plenty of time to get there. And if you're really good with just simple skincare and SPF at that stage, you're going to be much better prepared when you do get to your 30s and 40s and 50s and not trying to undo all the damage that we did back in the day when we weren't as sun safe.
0: What damage can we do if we do start to use products that aren't appropriate for someone who's a tween or a teen a little bit too early? What can we potentially do to our skin?
2: So the skin barrier is basically what protects your skin. Your skin is actually on your body and your face should protect you from the elements and to keep everything healthy on the inside. So if you damage the barrier, you'll get red skin, thin skin, flaky skin, sensitive, could be a bit tight and it could hurt. And you're just setting your skin up then for a kind of a roundabout of trying to hydrate and then you think you need exfoliation because it's flaky but really it needs just a little bit of a break so actives at that age are just not necessary our skin is still so beautiful and plump and juicy we might have a few little breakouts but there's a lot of natural collagen going on there so no need for actives because you could just actually make your skin worse rather than making it better. Skincare
0: has changed significantly since the parents of current-day tweens were young and stealing their mum's oil of Yulan from the bathroom cabinet. And our routines go beyond a simple cleanse, tone and moisturise. So are there brands that are safe for younger skin that you can turn to when your tween starts to show an interest in taking care of their young skin?
2: So Zoe Foster Blake Skincare Go-To, most of those products are quite gentle and they don't have any actives in them and i think she even has a little capsule for teens and tweens that you can kind of get a little starter pack so that's a really good one all kinds is another really great store they do body care and face care but they do a pack for you know teens and tweens and another brand is called the petite skin co and they're specifically formulated for you know eight nine ten and a little bit older that are wanting to get into mum's skincare but don't need anything active it's more the ritual of doing the skin
0: The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Tom Lyme.